Welcome into another uh, <laughs> another Red Out podcast. My name is Devin. Uh, coming at you tonight, we're going to be talking WNIT, coaching search, and more. Stick with us. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who's best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you're wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you, BetterHelp. We appreciate your support. Um, you know, if you're like me, you live in a rural area, maybe you don't have a lot of options. Well, you can go to betterhelp.com uh, forward slash red out. Use our affiliate link. It also helps us. It helps you. You get 10% off your first month. Uh, and we appreciate that. Uh, and we appreciate BetterHelp for supporting us. Um, Jared, how's it going, buddy? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good, bud. I am just, you know, I'm glad somebody's dedicated to the show. Okay. Instead of playing dominoes. <laughs> yeah. Instead of playing dominoes with their spouse, they're, you know, you're dedicated, you know. Imagine That's doing funny. things with your family. I can't relate to that. No, I can't either. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Um, so, uh, real quickly, winners and losers this week. Um, I may steal your thunder on one. You probably will. Um, but it's fine. Well, I'll let you have your I'll let you have your glory with one. Uh, but the other one, Mitchell Robinson. We don't <laughs> say his name on the show typically. But how about I mean, how big a loser is he right now? He's, like he is an individual. He is he is a he's one of the people of all time. Well, I, I think it's funny. It's so funny because. Like now that Stansbury is gone, I would love to know the full T as the kids say nowadays as to what happened, like why he didn't play at Western. But I thought it's so funny because he still follows like all these WKU people as a New York Nick. And of course, like the reason why you're bringing him up is just because he said he doesn't really feel like he's doing anything with New York right now. He just feels like he's out there doing cardio, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. I'm <laughs> but, tired as F of just being out there for cardio. Like, yeah, I, I think I think a lot of a lot of his issues stem from maturity. Yeah, uh, probably. But I think it's funny because like we would still be tweeting about like the final score when we lost. Like we talked about how it's time for Stansberry to go. Like he liked that on his Twitter account, so he still follows WKU and has been rooting for Stansberry's downfall. I guess all time. But I think it's so random that one, he still keeps up, and two, like he hasn't really changed at all either. <laughs> no, no, yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know the behind the scenes story. I mean, I think it would make a great thirty for thirty. Oh, just, I would watch that. I would too to know what happened, why he left. Um, maybe it's got something to do with Stansberry. I have no idea. 
just um, noticed from his likes on Twitter, if you go to his likes, then you yeah. see a lot of that, which, I mean, the fact that he has the time and energy as someone who has a contract with an NBA team, like one of the top franchises, at least as far as like popularity goes, like the Knicks, like he's still following WKU Twitter. Hey, honestly, <laughs> like I would have completely just dropped off. Exactly. That's what any normal person would have done, but he's still been keeping up with it. And that was in 2018 is when he was supposed to play his probably sole season was either, oh was either 17 or 18. And yet here it is five years later, still following WKU athletics. So I mean, honestly, maybe he, maybe he and no, he tweeted at 2 a.m. once. He's like, I wonder if they would let me come back to WKU. I'm just, <laughs> as a person in the NBA, I'm just like, bro, what are you thinking about at two o'clock in the morning coming back to Western as someone on an NBA contract? You are absolutely unhinged, my guy. That's like one of those. Uh... Okay, so he started in the NBA in July 8th, 2018. Yeah. Which would have been when he would have gone to Western instead. Yeah, so it would have been tw- – well, no, he had to sit out a year still, so it would have been 2017. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, that's one of those – that's like Snoop Dogg, you know, laying there smoking, thinking about what's going on. I feel like that's that's like one of those shower thoughts, you know, Maybe. high moments right there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I – I don't know. He he's one of those players that it just really frustrates me when I think about what could have happened at Western. Um, Stans would still have a job if he was able to have a player that he recruited in seventeen actually play. I can tell you that because we probably would have had a deep tournament run. Well, see, I feel like we would have had a, a deep Conference USA tournament run, and then we would have lost in the finals, and we would have missed out on another March Madness, but. No, I think we would have got it done that year, honestly. You think so? I think. I mean, honestly, I do too. But I, you know, part of me just wants to be there. He is finally coming up. Hey, fellas! Just telling Jared what it's like to, you know, finally have somebody here on time who's dedicated. You know, stuff like that. We're talking about Mitchell Robinson. You're missing a lot. Oh wow! Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I'm sure you're really sorry to miss this. Um. So. I don't care to waste much more time on him, but uh, Jared, what do you got? I mean, my winner has to be the Dolphins right now because we are absolutely freaking loading up this offseason. We are signing, we re-signed both of our good running backs, and I think our third string running back, Gaskins, which, I mean, any of those guys are great. Like, our running back rotation is insane. They restructured Tua's contract some. They restructured Tyreek Hill's contract some. We brought in Jalen Ramsey. We brought in some other dime back just now today. We signed one of our offensive linemen. Uh, we got Mike White, Bro, which I am so lead, freaking man. excited about. Because you buried the lead. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, know. I wanted that's to. I was waiting for the entire See, time. See, that's the thing. That's the thing, though. I mean, there's so much going on with the Dolphins that it's hard to even keep up with. But that's so exciting because, I mean, if Tua stays coarse like the rest of his career, he's going to mm-hmm. miss some games. And I'm fairly certain Mike White will be that guy to step in. And he it's kind of a homecoming for him. He's a South Florida guy anyways. Uh, so I'm extremely excited that he'll get yeah, to Yeah, he's going to pay like eight mil in a Yeah, year. for two seasons. Yeah. It's like total 16 mil. So, yeah, eight mil a season. So that's yeah. not bad. Be second string in Miami on a loaded team. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I think we, that – We just talk about how Jared just said that's not bad. You act like he's making minimum wage. Dude's making eight mil. <laughs> well, I mean, for quarterbacks, I mean, obviously they would want way more than that. But I'm just glad that New York did something with him that he could actually go somewhere 
and maybe play because, I mean, unless Tua's judo that he's been doing offseason actually helps his falling ability and keeps him from getting concussed every other play, then, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see how things turn out for Miami. But on paper, we are loading up. I'm excited. I'm sure that I will have my hopes absolutely destroyed in front of me like every other Dolphin season that I've <laughs> witnessed in my life. But I, I'm still going to be naive and be excited. So we'll see. I don't All right. want to get his jersey because if I get his jersey, it will automatically curse him and he will never play another down of football if I buy it. So I have to I have to refrain. Yeah, you better wait mm-hmm. for the for all that's holy with Mike White. Let's not do that just yeah. yet. Um so Matt, do you have any winners well, or losers? Sure, man. I've had plenty of time to think about this. Um playing dominoes, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, well, I guess if we're going NFL stuff, I mean, my Titans are trying to literally do anything they can to screw it up. Who needs an offensive line? Uh, <laughs> let's just cut them all. I mean, they were terrible last year, but you do need, you know, somebody. Um, they've got this. They've got this second round guy. Literally every position on the offensive line is open, and he's not even in the conversation to possibly start at one of the positions. And he was a second-round pick a few years ago. So, yeah, it's not looking good for the Titans on, on the offensive line at all. So that'll be my my loser for the week. I don't know if I have a winner. Well, uh, okay. Nobody I, wins at any point. I'm, not, I'm not, gonna, not trying to cut you off, Matt, but I feel like, I feel like um, Jared owes me a thank you. For what? Because Aaron Rodgers, am I mistaken or not that he's going to New York Jets? Well, that's what the Aaron rumor Fox. is. Like that's what he supposedly said on the Pat McAfee show. But even if he does go to the Jets, they're probably the third team, third best team in the AFC East. So they aren't going to do anything. They're still the New York Jets. But they wouldn't need Mike White if they had Aaron Rodgers. So you're welcome. I mean, yeah, I'm happy with that. <laughs> have Mike White, so. And I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. So we're all winners. Um, so, uh, anyway, let's see here. Sorry, my phone's dinging. It's that time of year, guys. Got the nice bracket done. I got a couple brackets. We've got our bracket through Redout. Um, I can share that link again for you all who would like to join us in our brackets. Um, but, Jared, Matt, what are you all thinking on your brackets? Or at least what are you thinking for the brackets this year? I have one in front of me. I don't know how in-depth you want to go, but I, I uh, we can do it. We can skim it and then uh next week we'll talk uh we'll talk more in depth about, you know, maybe what we're surprised at. Let's talk about upsets first, Jared. What are you thinking? Can we do it by region? Just brief upsets sure. and we'll go through every single Perfect. thing. All Sounds right. Good. We'll start with the South region. Alabama's the one seed for it. As much as I mean, that's still surprising that their basketball team is as is as elite as their football team is right now. Completely so, agree. Yeah, but I mean, say what you want about Brandon Miller and all the stuff that's going on with him and everything, but I mean, he's still one of the best players in basketball. I think he could carry this team a long way. Um, as far as upsets, I mean, the five and twelve seed is always the easiest upset to usually pick and be right. So Charleston over San Diego State, I think that's a really good trap game. I mean, of I course, it is easy to fall for Virginia, like losing to Furman, but I don't really see that. But my sleeper, I have them going 
probably to the Elite Eight is NC State, just for the fact that they're one of those ACC schools didn't really catch on as much, but usually there's always some type of sleeper at the 11 seed, so that's what I'm going with is picking NC State to upset some people because, I mean, Missouri's not that strong. Arizona, I mean, Pac-12 is pretty solid, and I'll get into that later, but for one of my big upsets, I'm picking NC State, also Charleston with the South. Any comments? Um, I did. I think one of my brackets, I did have NC State going pretty good. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I had them going to the 16 or the 8, but um, I did, as far as the South uh, part of the bracket, I did have Virginia going to, I think in one of my brackets, I had them going to the Final Four. Interesting. Really? But, well, hey. Y'all gave me grief last year about doing all ones. <laughs> yeah, well, Bama is one one seed that I actually have going to the Final Four, just for the fact that Brandon Miller and they're a really strong team. And I don't think just, I have them going to any Final Four. I mean, seeing them go to like the SEC tournament, I watched it a little bit. I watched them versus A and M. Like, I was really blown away with how they look right now. So they're really, really strong coming into this tournament. Uh, Matt, what are your thoughts on the South uh, portion of the bracket? Well, the South is a great region. Uh, dude, I'm driving. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you mean you don't okay. have your bracket in I'll front of you? I'm about, to, I'm about to pull into work. I'll give you something of substance. But I will say this in general. Like, I was trying to find some upsets and stuff. And it's really – I think it's kind of weird how stuff kind of stacked up this year. Like, yeah. there's a lot of teams that are really similar playing each other. So, like, a lot of times when you see an upset, it's because, like, one team scores 90 points a game and the other team never scores above 60. And so you have some kind of like rub there where they're like one team is going to, is just a bad matchup for another. I was trying to find that and it's, it was bizarre. Like through the first like three regions I was looking at, there weren't really any that I was like, man, well this should be an upset. So I don't know, man, it's, it's going to be an interesting year. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, uh, there wasn't a, a a ton of upsets, but we'll see. It's so college basketball is so even in general; like any game could go crazy. So, yeah. Like, what is wrong with your door? Is your door not shut? Huh? You sound like my you shut door? your door like fifteen times. No, that's I'm <laughs> I'm outside. My office is like right next to Griff's, and there was somebody. Oh, okay, okay. Their door, and they're playing um, a radio or something. Okay, so anyway. Uh, Jared, let's just go down. We'll go to the East next. Um, what are you thinking as far as your bracket? Yeah, for those that don't have it in front of them, so the one seed in this one is Purdue. Um, there's a lot in here, of course. This is the bracket with FAU in it, and they're a nine seed playing against number eight Memphis. And I absolutely freaking hate that draw for FAU because Memphis I just don't. won the American. Well, I mean, <laughs> as far as for them to win, like Memphis just won the American. They they're catching some steam here at the end of the season. They're a pretty tough team, so I feel like that's going to be a pretty tough game for them. I think they can do it though. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they won. I still think Memphis will ultimately win that one, but. I mean, that's not a huge upset. I mean, Oral Roberts over Duke, I wouldn't really count on that. I mean, it's still Duke, even without Shusevsky. But, I mean, Providence over Kentucky, I would bank on pretty strong, just for the fact that Kentucky lost to Vanderbilt so so consistently the past few weeks. And they got knocked out of the SEC tournament so easily. I mean, Kentucky is so unpredictable this year. I just don't really see them doing anything, which probably means they'll make it to the Final Four because it's usually what happens. (laughs) Um. I don't really see many big upsets except maybe 
Like I freaking love the American East. I love the Vermont Catamounts so much. This is the best that Marquette has looked. They actually won the Big East this year, which is saying a lot for them. Cause I think this is the best they've looked since Tom Crean was there. If that says anything, but I mean, I think if there is any type of major upset in this region, it's going to be maybe Vermont over Marquette, the 15 over the two. I would love to see that so much. I love Vermont. Um, I do agree. I think UK is kind of a paper tiger this year. Um, and I put, I have UK, I've got UK beaten Providence, but I've got them fall into Kansas state again. Yeah, that would make sense. But Providence also looks kind of like Vanderbilt as far as okay. like their mascot and also their colors. So the fact okay. that they resemble Vanderbilt so closely, I think they can't do it. <laughs> you think they're, you think Kentucky's going to have some PTSD? Sarah Keeley's heel. Sarah Keeley's heel. They can't okay. be Vandy. Okay. Um, I did have FAU beating Memphis because I, I think it's possible. Um, FAU is a tough team. Um, but it's been a while since they've played someone like really elite. I mean, they lost to UAB, yeah. but I mean, they they had they were due for at least one or two bad games and they dropped a couple, but they still have over 30 wins, which is saying a lot. So it's impressive year, Owls. And I, I tip my hat to them, but I also have them playing Purdue in the next round, and they lose to Purdue. So Yeah, I have Purdue coming out of that one just for the fact that Zach Eady is one of the best players in college basketball. They've been one of the only consistently like top three teams this whole season. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Purdue were to walk away from this one. But it is March Madness, so who knows. Matt, do you have your bracket in front of you now? Yeah. He's not here. Okay. Oh, wait, there he's is he back? There he is. Hey, yeah, sorry, I don't know. Lost connection. Uh, do you have your bracket in front of you? I do now. Yes. Okay. We are in the east. Do you have any thoughts on the south before we uh, south or east as we talk about these? Um, yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I think there one one that I had in the south was uh Utah State over Missouri. I mm-hmm. thought that could be a possibility. Yeah, I did too. I didn't mention that, but that's a good one. Um, this is a slight upset. It's 10 over 7. Um, and I did like – I heard Jared say something about Vermont. I do think that could be a possibility, and I think Marquette uh, – people were talking about how they were kind of overseeded. So, you know, Vermont has a history of, of doing fairly well in some tournament games, and Marquette may be slightly overseeded. So that's one for sure. And I think uh, – okay. They like to call themselves okay. Louisiana. Tennessee's really been struggling the last month or so. Like I, I kind of listen to one of four five a lot, and it seems like every week they're losing at least a game or two. Um, so they've really like they were looking like a possible one seed a few weeks ago, and they've really kind of dropped down to that four line. So hey, maybe they'll they'll struggle too. Um, how do you like Kentucky and Providence? I do like – I thought Providence could be somebody that could win. I mean, obviously, it's Kentucky, so you never know. Um, you know, they could run all the way to the championship or they could get knocked out in the first round. So, you just never know with them. They have been – I mean, they've been pretty hot lately. So, uh, yeah. I don't I, – honestly, if I'm being fair, I probably wouldn't want to bet a ton against them because they've been playing pretty decent. Yeah. But honestly, I mean, you look at Kansas State. Um, you know, there's not a lot of big names in that section of the bracket, so they probably could run through some some teams if if they got hot. 
See, what I said while you were gone is the fact that Providence looks so much like Vanderbilt. I don't think they can do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey, hey, you never know. Uh, let's move over to the Midwest. Um, I like Houston. Just saying. But they play against Darren Horn, the greatest coach of all time, Devin. How could of they? Of course. How, how could, could I ever question Kentucky? that? Um, <laughs> all the boomers in the WKU basketball. He helped Adam Howard get to the Sweet 16. He recorded. He recruited Courtney Lee. <laughs> Adam <laughs> Howard was the 2008 version of Jake Homer. He should have had more minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, I you mean, can see how good he was because of his coaching career. Ty he, Rogers. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really see that happening. I mean, Houston is really good. I mean, looking at some of these other matchups, like Drake and Miami, like that's an easy trap game right there. That 12 yes. seed is always one of the easiest picks. I mean, we know how Drake is. I mean, that was the team that we beat with the Ty Rogers team. So, I mean, that's kind of interesting. Um, other matchups, Texas A&M, like, I don't think they're terrible. I think they could do decent where they're at. I don't know if they could beat the Texas, but I think that would make an actual really good game. But that yeah, might be one of my super game picks. Second round. Yeah, like, if, I mean, that is if Colgate doesn't beat Texas. I mean, they're always in the tournament, Colgate is. <laughs> I don't know what conference hey, they are. They you can't say teams. never. You can never say never, especially with some of these. I mean, we have witnessed St. Peter's as a 15 seed go to the Sweet 16, so anything is possible now. That's and true. also seeing UMBC beat Virginia as a 16 seed, that's the only time. We never thought that would ever happen in college basketball, and it did. So, St. I mean, Peter's? Do you mean St. Mary's? No, I mean last season, St. Peter's. Oh, oh the, okay. The okay. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. It was so magical. But, I mean, I don't really see – I think maybe – this is one that I have. I went with the Mac. I think they could yep. beat Indiana, Kent State. Yeah, that was the one I was going to bring up. I think that's a possibility. And I think they could get to the Sweet 16 if Drake upsets Miami. So you have a 12 versus a 13 seed in the round of 32. I think Kent State would be favored over that one, and they could get to the Sweet 16 and play Houston, likely. Yeah, I, I think Kent State's a really strong 13. Me too. Like I think when you look at what they did this year um, – you don't really see that kind of resume at the 13. I think usually it's like an 11 or 12. So I thought yeah. they're pretty strong for this. They're a little underseated. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, – I, all right, let's move to the West. All right. So Kansas men are playing Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas. Yeah, I know, right? Especially this week. Um, Matt, that's what are you liking in the West? What do you like in the West? Um. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Kansas, if we're being fair, is probably the the favorite, I think. I mean, you got Gonzaga in there. So, obviously, everybody's picking Gonzaga really to win, like, the national championship, which I thought was interesting as a 3C. But, I mean, they've – they obviously, they have Drew Timmy and whatever, so they could – Hey, don't, don't sell Grand Canyon short. Well, Never you know, I, I do like their online university presence, <laughs> but I'm not sure that they're going to fare very well against the Gonzaga Bulldogs, who've made like a thousand Sweet Sixteens in a row. I know, right? Um, so, but I actually do interesting against Gonzaga. I, I've what happened to see TCU a couple of times. I actually think they're a pretty decent team, so maybe they'll give them some trouble. But, um, and I saw VCU, um. 
they were on right before Selection Sunday, so I got to see a little bit of them. So I think there could be some upsets, but I honestly think, I mean, in this region, I've got Kansas and Gonzaga going, and then whoever wins that is like a pretty solid favorite to win the national championship, I think. I mean, you have some of that right, in my opinion. But one <laughs> one upset I would pretty much bank on is Iona over UConn. Just for the fact okay. that it's Rick Pitino, none of us should be surprised uh, if we see That's a Rick valid. Pitino team win an NCAA tournament game or two. Because, I mean, St. Mary's, I mean, they're obviously a lot better now. But I mean, VCU could upset them, too. So that's another one of those. We could see a 12 versus a 13 in the round of 32. So we might see a double-digit seed get to the Sweet 16 there. And also, I mean, Nevada or ASU, I don't know if they've played that game yet, but the 11 seed against TCU, I think there could be a good upset with it. Yeah, it's tonight. But, I mean, are we going to do a Final Four, or do you want me to say? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's throw out a Final Four. Because the reason why I say that is I I pick UCLA out of this region. I pick – it's my sleeper upset because something ridiculous will happen, and I'm going to try to be bold and pick one. My Final Four for the Midwest is Texas A&M. Just for the fact that, I mean, they've had some decent moments, but you have to have one of those mediocre Power 5 teams that somehow slips into the Final Four. I think it's A&M for no reason. Um, (laughs) I I have Bama and Purdue, even though they're both one seeds um, on the other side of the bracket. And my championship is Bama versus UCLA, and I have UCLA just for the fact that they have been a very consistent team all season. I mean, yeah. been taking they care got a of ton of experience. Yeah, they have so much experience. They got some really strong players on that team. Yeah. I think that, I mean, they are one of the Blue Bloods, one of the most winning programs of all time. But even now, I mean, Hawkins or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, been he's there for like he's seven awesome. years. Yeah, he's been there for a while, really experienced. I mean, this is when you need your experience the most is NCAA tournament, and UCLA has a lot of it. So that's I'm true. UCLA to win it all. Um. My uh, Matt, why don't you do your final four and then I'll say I'll tell my final four. Yeah, um, well, I had a couple different final fours, but um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, because I filled out a few of them, but anyway, yeah, I had Alabama pretty much. I think that bracket, I don't, I don't really see anybody else as strong as Alabama. I think most people think Alabama is one of the strongest, like most well rounded teams in the country, and then I don't really like Purdue. Um, to make it that far. I mean, I think there's some, number one, there's a lot of good coaches and programs in the way, like FAU. Uh, uh, but there's like Duke is in there. You never know what they're going to do. Um, UK, State. whatever. So I think, I'm trying to think who I pick. Actually, I think I liked uh, Kansas State. I think they've got some, um, they've got a decent road. And I don't, I think this bracket's wide open in the East. So I'm I'm going Kansas State there in the East. And then I like Houston. And I like uh, – talked about between Kansas and Gonzaga. I think whoever wins that wins the national championship. I got Gonzaga. But, yeah, I like Houston in that Midwest. Um, and I don't think there's a ton of people that would take them out either. So that's what I've got. So my picks may be a little more – at least for one bracket I've done – um, this is for the red out, uh, br- bracket. I've got Arizona coming out of the, um, South. Yes. Sorry. Uh, they're coming out of the South. I got Tennessee coming out of the East, Xavier coming out of the Midwest and Gonzaga coming out of the West. 
with Arizona versus Gonzaga, and I've got Arizona. So, okay, I mean, those are um, reasonable. I mean, it's just, honestly, I, I honestly I do not know much about Arizona, but just going through it, I was like, eh, I could see this, eh, I could see that. So I like that's their enough. mascot and their colors. So, <laughs> dude, that's the best way to pick is just <laughs> random crap. <laughs> um, let me see. I did another bracket for CBS Sports. Let me see who I've got here. And for it, I've got Virginia Marquette, Xavier, and UConn, just so I could do something completely different. With Marquette and UConn going to it, and UConn winning, but. But like I said, I just did yeah, something completely different. We'll just I love this is my best time of the year for me. So no matter what uh, happens, well, I'm, I'm glued to the TV as much as I can be. <laughs> Lucky. Uh, anyway, um, so talking basketball, how do you all feel with the names that are being thrown out for the for the basketball uh, for the head coaching job at Western? Mm. You're gonna let you go first. <laughs> I mean, they're not terrible, but unless Todd pulls some type of miracle, I mean, we're not going to have a really big, flashy, super extravagant name that we're all really excited about, in my opinion. I mean, the guys that are mentioned, uh, I mean, Steve Lutz is one of them, uh, Spalding at Moorhead State, um, the Wardle uh, at Bradley, like he's been mentioned too. Like I know, and also, I mean, Phil Cunningham, a lot of people are vouching for him, the assistant that's already there. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, out of them, I guess I would go Lutz, just as the fact of what he's done at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. I mean, they're in the tournament. Uh, I think they lost, so um, I can, don't quote me on that as in the playoff playing game. But I mean, they still made it. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm chuckling. I'm not laughing at you, Jared. I promise. I'm googling uh, images to put in our show notes for the YouTube video, and uh, the guy that popped up when you type in Phil Cunningham has got an accordion. Nice, <laughs> nice. Maybe it's the I same one. Oh, one of. I so want to put that. But anyway. But see, I mean, personally, I don't think Phil Cunningham would be the smartest. You need a regime player. change. You need a regime yeah, change. Yeah. I mean, I heard a 100%. lot. I've heard a lot of inside stuff that I won't say. But, I mean, the thing is, is, I mean, I did see where one of the walk-ons said that they would love to have Coach Cunningham be the coach. And I don't know how any of the other players feel about that. But, I mean, you need to get some fresh blood in there, get a fresh vision, just kind of put something new together because obviously what we saw this year was not working at all. I mean, there's definitely players I'd like to see us keep, but I know that we'll probably lose some. Obviously I think Rawls already put his name in the portal and I'm sure there'll be others. Uh, didn't McKnight. I, I don't know if he ever officially put it in there. Uh, I was going to say, but I, I saw him on the list for Louisville. Yeah. There a lot of the Louisville people really want him. Which Rightfully I mean, so. I mean, I I would hope that uh, McKnight would stay. Um, I would hope that Allen would stay, but you know, we'll see. I don't know. Um, I honestly think it'd be pretty foolish for Davion, really, either one of them to leave because number one, um, Dante was at UK and could barely see the floor. Yeah, and he's kind of under. He's not super long. He's kind of got short arms for his size, and then Davion. Is I mean he's the thicker guy, but he's not that he's only six one or whatever. He's not that big of a size either. So a lot of times you see smaller guys that are successful in the lower levels go somewhere and then they just 
don't even find the rotation. Yeah. So I'd be afraid for both of them if they don't pick a really, really good situation for them, they'd get stuck doing nothing. Yeah, they'd yeah. be like Mason Brooks when he went to Ole Miss, kind of same thing. Yeah, exactly. He didn't – I mean, he barely got a contract into the, what, USFL or whatever. Like, Yeah. He stayed at Western, versus, he probably would have been, been drafted. drafted. Yeah. yeah, no question he would have, I think. Yeah, I mean, and that's the bad thing is, is some of these guys will take that gamble listing to – Maybe family who don't know what they're talking about. Just going to throw it out there. And then they end up, you know, sitting the bench and don't get any, you know, help or anything like that. Whereas, you know, maybe if they had gone to or stayed with a smaller school, maybe they would have gotten more time or whatever. But um, I think the in the long run, these guys just need to see court. Get on the court so you can get some, you know, get some views from maybe some NBA scouts or something and, you know, try to make it to the next level. But... Um, talking coaching wise, um, for Western, I think that, you know, as far as McKnight and, you know, Allen, I think you got to wait until you see who it is. Mm-hmm. I think you got to at least wait to see who it is before you make a decision because like, I mean, I get that they can come in and out of the portal, but I think you just got to wait, see how things play out, see who it is, you know, and just let the dice fall where they are as far as things are right now. Um, and then, you know, if you want to enter the portal after that, enter the portal. But, you know, at least give the coach a new chance. The new coach chance, excuse me. Um, Jared, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, you kind of asked me, man. I mean, you can ask Matt. <laughs> yes, sorry. All righty then. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, so I've got a list here of coaches. I've got a f- three or four. Well, I got five names. Um, the one we did not talk about is Wordle. Mm-hmm. The guy Bradley. Matt, what do you think about Wordle? Yeah, I, well, I looked him up because I had no idea anything about him. Um, I mean, what's his first name? Uh, I don't know. You just said you looked him up. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't look is him up Brian? just now. I mean, I just got done playing. Is it, Domino's is it Brian Wordle? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yes, Bradley University Athletics. I've got his picture. Yep. Cool. Um, so, I mean, he, he Bradley is like – I look like everybody freaks out about not having a great record and stuff. Like, you got to look at the big picture because sometimes these guys go into a big mess. Like, And this isn't going to get some scoffs or whatever, but Willie Taggart <laughs> took over 0-12. <laughs> right? Jeez. He's terrible. Right, but his record is skewed because he had. A Come team. on, man! Come I on! I know. Wow! Ah, wow! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. his record was skewed because he took over like uh, three, four. All of his jobs were in, in a mess when he took over, so his his record's a little skewed. It's the same thing with some of these guys that go to like crap A and M University and go like five and 25 their first year because they're trying to build a program out of nothing. So I think you got to give some of the, like, you got to be careful about just being like, well, he's got a 500 record. He's terrible. Well, like some of these places you got to build up before you even have a prayer. Yes. And so I think it's decent, but I I wouldn't put him in, have put him in my top 10 before we started. So he's a decent option, but definitely not. He's a risk. I think there are other people that you could feel more solid about than him. At least go after them before you go after him. Yeah, my 
My thing is, is like you said last, you would have said Wordle and I'd have been like that stupid game people are playing on their phones. But um, I, I, at this point, there's so many names being thrown out for this job. And you got people just talking smack on, you know, Facebook or whatever is or Twitter or whatever. Um, saying they know who the next coach is, or this should be the next coach or that should be the next coach. Buddy, it's not up to you. And I get that you like somebody, but it's not going to help you at all. Um, cover Tennessee and shut up. But anyway, <laughs> um, that's not targeted at anybody, but anyway, um, sure. double down so, on your beliefs. Yeah, that's the best thing to do is double down and don't argue with the people who actually have points. But um, the thing, my thing is, is, well, actually, I don't, I want to get to your point on this real quick from both of you. Did you see where McNeese State has suspended uh, Will Wade for the first part of this upcoming basketball season? Yeah, the first five games. Mm-hmm. What did you all think about that? I think it's just be like, oh, we know he had this shady thing that happened with LSU and he got in trouble, so we're just going to give him a suspension at the beginning of the year that uh, doesn't really mean a whole lot, but still let him be our coach and get all of his players in and be the coach, and it'll be just water under the bridge at that point. I mean, this is basically a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. I mean, it's a slap on the wrist. If you're McNeese State, like you've been to the tournament three times and you've got Will Wade in your back pocket and all you got to do is throw away five games for a suspension. Yeah, exactly. And then possibly you get away scot-free and you get to have this guy for however long he's there and he's almost definitely going to take you to the NCAA tournament. Exactly. It's a complete no-brainer trade, especially for them. For Western, if Western had really gone after him and not – Kind of turn him away. Um, I don't know if it. I don't know exactly what we would have done in terms of a process, but like for McNeese State, I think it's a no-brainer. Take five games. Lose, you're going to lose most of your non-conference anyway, I mean, especially in your first year with him. So, I mean, honestly, honestly, if their schedule hasn't come out yet, don't you just pad those? And you just get god awful teams like Grand Canyon and somebody else, you know, and just pad those games, and then just who cares, you know, you win or lose or whatever. Is a fourteen seed, Devin. I know, right? Put Um, some respect on that online university's name. I mean, why even punish him in the first place? Honestly, I mean, we got Bobby Petrino and did nothing. So, I mean, why do you even have to do anything? (laughs) Didn't Petrino? Didn't Petrino? Petrino sat, though, before he came to Western. I mean, Will Wade didn't do anything this past season. And all he did was dip his wick, Jerry. It's <laughs> different. He had I mean, a motor. It was still a dumpster fire. Um, but, okay, like hypothetically, though, we're talking about Will Wade. Um, if, if he comes to Western, would Todd have set him? Evidently, Todd didn't want to touch him because of it. Well, here's a question. I I don't know if y'all know this. Like, um, do you know anything about the show cause stuff? Because I don't really. Like, I was trying to look it up a little bit. I don't fully understand it. So, like, is it? Is this what? That, got, is this what you're talking about? What Wade got in trouble for? Well, he's got. He's probably going to have some kind of show cause penalty, but I don't even know what that really means. Jared, do you know what that really means, or like what, what's attached to him? Yeah, because yeah. I I don't fully understand that. To understand, like, okay, we're definitely. Like, his show calls, like, 
you're probably going to have some kind of postseason fan. You're um, have scholarships. Okay, this is from this is from Harvard University, and I don't know if this if this is right or not, but. At a show cause hearing, the complaining party must produce evidence demonstrating probable cause that the defendant committed the crime. The hearing has three possible outcomes. The complaint is dismissed, the complaint is issued, or the complaint is continued. So basically, they're just going to provide evidence and show where Wade did this, is what I'm getting from it. That's what a show cause hearing is. But... Gotcha. But... Anyway, um, as far as Wade's concerned, I, I think, I mean, a lot of people were, you know, having issues with taking the risk with him and or not taking the risk with him, but I guess we'll see how McNeese State does next year. You know, if they get to the Sweet Sixteen or better, you know, and they've only had three tournament appearances, that's what you got. We could have had that, but we're not going to do that. What if they suck? That's possible. You never know. That is true. That is true. They could completely suck, and then everybody would be like, oh, see? Um, yeah. I, I just looked up the show calls, because I think that's the thing about <laughs> whatever, bro. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, just so just so we know what, what that could is since I brought it up. So basically, the NCAA is like you're under the extreme microscope, and they may put in sanctions anyway. Uh, you're required to send letters to the NCAA and all this stuff. Basically, you're just under a huge microscope, and there could be penalties and whatever. Well, so I have never thought it was fair uh, for coaches, the like the Will Wade, the Rick Pitino, etc., that they had something come out, they got in trouble, the school got it in trouble through the NCAA, and the coach left and went and coached, you know, the next season. Right. Like I've never thought that was fair. I always thought that was bull. Like if like we'll just say Rick Patino. Yes, the NCAA hadn't come down on him yet, but you know, for instance, let's say you know, 3 or 4 years later they come out with stuff. Rick Patino should still suffer even though you know what happened. In this hypothetical is what I'm talking about. Rick Patino should still have to sit or do whatever even though he's at a different school. Like if if the school gets a five year ban from the NCAA on post tournament play, then that coach should too, no matter where they are. Yeah. Hey, I, I mean, was just looking at the list of show calls people people had show calls. Okay. Interesting name on that list related to WKU. Care to guess? Rick Stansberry. <laughs> no. Travis Hilton. Former Western Hilltop legend, former coach. Oh, was it Clint Haskins? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I figured. I From remember Minnesota. Minnesota. He was guilty yeah. of paying a tutor to write players papers for players on the team. You know what I always thought was about those payments. Wow. You know what I always thought was was some bull from uh, a uh, players. Well, it, remember when North Carolina had that issue a few years, but yeah, probably a few years back, where they had school, they had classes for specifically set up for athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was North well, Carolina, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was. It was that's what I said, North Carolina. But with North Carolina, the way they got around it was that anybody could take the class. Mm-hmm. So, Jared, Matt, whoever, and you know, so a class on Wordle. Yeah, you could take. Yeah, you could literally take a class on Wordle or whatever, and then there you are. 
So that's how cool. they got around it. I always thought that was crap, though. But I mean, the most messed up thing is still the fact we have an asteroid next to our Final Four appearance because Jim McDaniel signed with an agent, which, I mean, you can basically do that now. So we need to get rid of that. I agree. Like, okay. It happened. There is a thing. There is a thing with uh, within the law um, that if a law changes and you're in prison for it, then you get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, say if somebody got arrested for marijuana charges here and they legalized marijuana in Kentucky, then you it's would get out. Yeah, you, you cut a lot of potheads. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I I completely agree. They should re they should completely fix that. Let's just do that. That'd be a lot of drug wars right after that. Well, which, by the way, this show is about opinions, not facts. So that may not be 100% true. So don't take law advice from us. <laughs> we literally just made that crap up. <laughs> so um, let's slide over to my crazy family. Um, Wait, were you torturing her in there? What is that? No, you didn't hear her cackling. <laughs> Oh, okay. Exactly. Like she was crying room. hysterically. Like, what are you just beating her in the other room? God. Anyway, um, so Lady and Tops, you you call me out for being a pervert <laughs> and wearing trench coats. I'm gonna say you're a child abuser. How do you feel now, bro? <laughs> uh, so Western is playing uh, in the NIT in the WNIT. Their first round, we've got Kansas. Now I have not figured out how they seated this. Uh, well, I like, there's like obviously there's not a one seed or two seed, but we've got we got the screwed seed. Is how we I did. We got we got Kansas women. Kansas first should have been in the tournament. They should have been in the NCAA tournament. They were they were one of the uh, last four in according to ESPN. They were 500 in the Big 12 and like 19 and 11 overall. Yeah, really good team, and they're freaking huge. Like their whole roster is bigger than ours. They have a six six girl that's like. Averaging a double double gets three blocks a game. We are like, if if Collins finds a way to win this game, he should be like, it should be his greatest achievement in his career. He I should mean, be immortalized. Make a statue right beside EA Diddle. And Travis Diddle? Hudson's gonna be like, what the hell, guys? How come you get? <laughs> Travis Hudson will immediately quit his job if Greg Collins gets a statue. <laughs> Screw you guys, I'm going home. Um, so anyway, I on okay, so just looking over the bracket, I've got I should have an image up for you all at home. Um, I feel like North Dakota State is in the same boat as us. They play Oregon in the first round. Yikes. Um but in our in our group, we're in group three because they don't do regions apparently. Uh we've got Nebraska at the top seed. Uh, they will be playing tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, and then, of course, Western is going to be playing on Friday at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. So that's 5 p.m. for everybody else in Kansas. Uh, I'm sure you can probably check that game on um, something. Um, It'll definitely be on the WKU app on the radio. Um, there we go. I honestly don't know about TV yet. I haven't. It's on the Big 12 network or ESPN Plus. Is it? Okay. Yes, that's according to ESPN. So you could definitely support the Lady Tops there. If you're in Kansas, show up, wear your trench coat, be a pervert. Anyway, um, yeah, that's in Lawrence, Kansas. But seriously, if you're in the area, go watch the game if you can get in with a reasonable ticket price. Or just watch it on TV. Um, How cool would it be to go to Allen Fieldhouse for real? That would be really cool. 
That would be Honestly, really cool. I mean, go check it out. Okay, so Stephen F. Austin is playing Texas State. Um, I'm assuming this is at Texas State. It is at Nach- Nacogdoches, Texas. Top, the top team on the bracket is actually the home team, if you're looking at a bracket. Oh, okay. So, like, okay. so that's at Stephen F. Austin's. Yeah. Okay, so Stephen F. Austin. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Mm-hmm. So they're playing at Stephen F. Austin's. Yeah, I'm trying to try not to hurt myself thinking about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just worried. I'm just looking at how to say this part in Texas. But anyway. Why couldn't we um, have a better draw? This sucks, man. This is a really suck. I mean, draw. honestly, like, if we'd have gotten, like, Northern Iowa. Yeah, Green um, Bay, Niagara, Bowling yeah, Green, Green, Liberty. Yeah. yeah, like some of these others. Yeah, Memphis, Jackson State. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like there was some money exchanged, and I'm going to have to call my cousin about this. Oh, for sure. I'm going to have to tell Todd he needs to put out some money. Look, Clemson got high point. Right. Like, and Auburn versus Tulane, Wake Forest versus Morgan State. Like, can you not stack it so much against the little guy? I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, That's honestly, so we barely we did barely make it in. So, eh, we were an automatic. We could have played goal. Harvard. We could have played Harvard. We could have. We could have played Harvard, but we're not. <laughs> Jared, what are your thoughts about the WNIT? I would love for the Lady Tops to win just so we can get revenge on Kansas for when we lost to them in the NCAA tournament with the guys because that was Boom. the last matchup we had. I would love that. That would be really funny. That'd be re- I'd love that. Um, and as long as the women are in, we will stay recording. So if they make it all the way, we'll stay until April 1st uh, at or whenever that is, that week of April 1st. And keep recording until they're in, until they're knocked out. What is that, a Saturday? Yeah. yeah can't so at least to April 5th. If they get knocked out this week, then we'll be back next week to talk about it, and then we'll be on uh, Red Out Vacation, because baseball and softball aren't that interesting. Excuse me. <clears> except for and four, <laughs> the rarity effect. First time since 82, bro. Hey, I'm good with everything baseball's doing. Um, I think they need to increase their difficulty on some of the people they're playing. But other than that, it would be great. It may be a sign when you're 14 and four and your RPI is 250. And you've already beaten Maybe several. You uh, Maybe you've already beaten else. people by the 10 run rule. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But they are going into conference play now. So we'll see how things change. And actually, coming up. Uh, Friday uh, this weekend, there's a, they've got a series against uh, Middle Tennessee. Yeah. So 100 miles of hate this weekend against Middle. So if you if you're in the area, is that and it's actually nice. Uh, it's at Middle. It's at Middle. It's at Middle. So if you're in the area, drive 100 miles south and go to watch the game. And then after the game, you go to Nashville and do stuff because nobody stays in Murfreesboro to do right. anything. Don't spend money in the Smurf hole. Go outside. <laughs> So not only do we not support Murfreesboro, we don't support MTSU. We also don't support the city. So that's right. Burn it down. Ruin Murfreesboro. Um, but anyway, then well, Western is going to be commit playing arson because of this. <laughs> so Western also is going to be playing Louisville, uh, number six Louisville next week at six p.m. That's next Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so hey, that'll be a good game. Well, that's actually at Louisville. So drive up to Louisville, watch the game. Uh, apparently you're just going to be driving around all weekend watching baseball. Uh, but anyway, and then of course on the 24th, we'll be talking about this again. Western is going to be playing law tech. Um, so Jared, what do you think Western's chances are against Louisville? 
I mean, that's always an interesting matchup in any sport. I mean, I still think we're solid. I think we could possibly. Louisville is ranked number six. Number six, go tops. I don't freaking care. Go tops. (laughs) Hey, dude. I mean, baseball is like, it's a crapshoot. You never, ever know. What's going to happen well, with baseball. with a one-off game like this, you know, I agree. You never know. It's, you know, it, it's weird things happen. You know, um, with a series, which is one of my doubt. That's one of my downfalls with baseball is the series. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just, it, I don't know. I just get very frustrated when you have like 150 million games throughout a season. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's what, that's what kills me. I, that's what bothers me with baseball. I just want like. 20 games and that's I'm done. Uh, but anyway, uh, softball is going to be playing. We'll have the, uh, the updates. I'll actually, I'll do updates here in just a second, but uh, Western is going to be playing UTEP. They're going to start a series with them this weekend. Uh, and that's at UTEP. So if you're in the area, go to the game. Uh, and then of course, Western will be playing North Texas um, next week. The, I guess they're going to start a series against North Texas next Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, let me see. I'll pull up the results from past week real quickly. So we'll start off with softball. Softball uh, beat EKU last week, three to two. Uh, they beat uh, Miami, Ohio on the 11th last Friday. I think it was Friday. Was that Friday? No, last Saturday. I'm sorry. Last Saturday. Uh, they had a double header with them on Saturday. Um, they won one 15 to seven, and then they lost uh, eight to five, and then they lost on Sunday eight to four. So I uh, hope the tops can turn that around. I don't, I don't know a lot about Miami, Ohio, so I don't know if they're a really fire good... the coach. Get her out yeah. of there. Terrible. Next week on the podcast, we'll be talking about the softball head coach search. So uh, stay tuned. It's going to get violent. It's going to be Will Wade. Anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, then of course baseball. Strong ass offer. <laughs> uh, then of course, uh, baseball is uh, they played uh, Belmont. I think we talked about this last week. They won eleven to one. Uh, the tenth they played uh, South Dakota State, and they won eleven to six. They beat San Diego State again on uh, Saturday, ten to three, and on Sunday they beat them three to nothing. And then they beat. Austin P eight to two on the fourteenth, which was yesterday, as in Tuesday. If you're listening on podcast, it's two days ago. So, um, I just think it's nice that they're not just pissing away these games that they definitely should mostly win. Yes, it's just nice to see. Like it doesn't mean anything yet because it's all non-conference. Yes, Pulaski always melted down in conference, so that was one of the biggest issues. So we still don't know. If Raritan is actually going to change anything, but I mean, we're playing teams that we should win against. It's baseball, so we lost a couple, but I mean, fourteen and four is one of the best records in the country already, and it's like like we're having to dig into the history books to even find a team that's yes. ever done what we're doing right now. So I know there have been other schedules this week, and there's no way we've uh, we obviously haven't done as well as we've done this year. So it's, I mean, it's pretty cool to see an immediate turnaround. Yeah. I mean, I I like the positivity with baseball and I wish baseball 
could kind of move towards the forefront of athletics as far as the attention and being able to get, you know, the publicity it needs and having different camera angles during the game. Uh, besides the normal one where the kid just sets it up and leaves. Right, the bottom um, of people's heads. Yes, there you go. But, you know, I, I would love to see them be able to get the attention that they need. I would love for them to get, um, you know, some more attention on ESPN would be fine too. Um, because I, you literally cannot even look up Western Kentucky baseball on ESPN, which is so frustrating, you know, to be able to go to one place to find your stats. Um, and God bless the sports people at Western who set it up for the sports page. Cause I'm sure they drew it in crayon. Anyway, um, <laughs> Western's women's basketball will be playing, uh, on Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern in Lawrence, Kansas. They'll be playing the Gamecocks, Jay- Jayhawks. What are, what are they? No. The Jayhawks. Yeah, the Jayhawks. Jayhawks. <clears throat> Confusing myself. The Jayhawks. They'll be playing the Kansas Lady Jayhawks. Uh, so hopefully they'll, you know, hopefully women, women's will pull the upset. That'd be awesome if they did it in front of Lawrence, Kansas's crowd. Uh, they've had a great season thus far. It's great to see them be able to make it to the WNIT. And received a uh, offer to play there. Um, I'm really happy for them. They've had a great season this far. Hopefully, they'll keep going into next week. Uh, next week, we will recap their game. We'll talk softball, baseball, and we will hopefully have a basketball coach to talk about. We'll kind of preview how that's going. Mm. Uh, we will update our brackets. I'll post the link to the red out bracket if you'd like to join. Uh, no prize. It's just just for fun. We're not really going for prizes this year. Inflation um, is too much. We can't do that. Yeah, we are going. Yeah, we're going to give away a dozen eggs. A dozen <laughs> eggs. Man, so to the winner. So, so yeah, no. Um, but no joke. Oh yeah, just having fun with it. We're not really. This isn't for prizes. Maybe just uh, gentleman bet and just rubbing everybody else's faces whenever they lose. So you know, whatever. Um, but check back with us next week. We will update you then. Uh, baseball's got a series this weekend with MTSU, and then they got uh, the softball's going to be playing uh, UTEP. Uh, so we will try to keep you updated there. Um, but check back, uh, follow the towel rack. I'm sure Matt's got some articles coming out, and uh, all the other guys are going to have some stuff coming out here like here soon. Uh, but as always, guys, uh, go tops. Go tops. Beat Kansas. Bake cans at the cards. See ya. Appreciate you guys. Peace out.